Welcome to this week's edition of Tiger Talk. My name is Will Kohlmeyer. I am the Director of Marketing and Community Relations here at Northeast Mississippi Community College. I'm your host for this weekly podcast, which promotes all areas of the college, including workforce. We've got another outstanding lineup of guests this week. And speaking of workforce uh, training, that's going to be our focus for segment number one. We've got the Vice President of Workforce Training and Economic Development, Nadera Cole, join us along with Leon Hayes. Leon is the director of the Prentice County Economic Development Foundation. And Leon, we're going to start with you. Uh, first of all, welcome to Tiger Talk. Thanks, Will. I, I appreciate the opportunity to come and visit with you guys. Well, there's a lot happening, a lot of neat things happening at Northeast, and a lot of things happening with Northeast along with the Prentice County Economic Development Foundation. It's, it's a nice two-way street, isn't it, Leon? Definitely. This, the, the partnership between Northeast and our organization is vital, and uh, we, we appreciate that partnership. Well, I think it's be interesting to, for the folks listening uh, this week on Tiger Talk what Northeast's role actually is. Let's say a prospective industry or a, a business is looking to relocate or even to begin a, uh, a business here in Prentice County. What role does Northeast play in that whole process? Well, in the site selection process for companies when they are looking to locate a facility, one of the key drivers and has been the top driver in the last three or four years is workforce. So when we talk about the availability of skilled labor and the availability of, of training programs to, to skill up some of those that are underskilled, the importance of Northeast and our partnership with them is extremely important to the process. They're able to convey uh, the detailed workforce numbers as far as those types of skills that the workforce has, they're able to convey that as well as the programs that they have to, to maintain that level of skill for future employees. Well, and I think it's a nice segue into a uh, recent survey that was done, not only yourself, but along with uh, Tishomingo County and Alcorn County, all uh, went in to get a comprehensive regional workforce assessment. Why the survey, Leon, and, and who, who uh, obviously a, a major chunk of change was probably uh, paid for this, who, who helped out in that process as well? Well, Will, this is an undertaking that, that began about a year and a half ago. Uh, I'll, I'll back up and explain a little bit about the TAP Alliance. The TAP Alliance is, a, is of course, a regional economic development agency, uh, a partnership between Tishomingo, Alcorn, and Prentice counties in which all three counties and the county seat uh, municipalities have board representation uh, on that TAP Alliance board. As I mentioned earlier, the, the key driver in most projects nowadays is workforce. And the best way to improve your metrics there is to first understand where you're at. Uh, so we saw the importance of that in that partnership and, and enlisted uh, some assistance there. Uh, Appalachian Regional Commission has been a, a valued partner in this process, helping with some grant funding, uh, as well as Northeast Planning Development District. Uh, they are administrating agent uh, for the TAP Alliance. Um, and those partnerships have, have gotten us to this point where we enlisted site selection group. Uh, there was a firm that won the proposal on this process. I think we had 13 different firms that proposed uh, to do this workforce. Uh, so uh, we're, we're extremely proud to have this, this roll out. Well, and what, would, what have we learned 
from this uh, survey, and, and I guess it's kind of interesting who actually was surveyed in this. Well, it was uh, across the board. Uh, there were employers, uh, general public was surveyed, uh, a lot of the, the different uh, institutions throughout the three-county region were surveyed, and what we've learned from this is a lot of reinforcement of some of the ideas that we already had were going on, but more importantly, the, the percentage of the underemployed uh, that's in our region. Uh, I think overall there's, there's over 4,000 uh, individuals that are underemployed in the region, as well as uh, about 750 or so that are underemployed that are in the manufacturing sector. So when we talk about a new employer or an employer expanding in the region, that underemployed segment is most likely the segment that they're going to be hiring initially from. So that's very important to know those numbers. And, and also the sentiment and the, the perception of manufacturing from the general population is, is a good indicator as to what your pipeline is going to look like for employment. Can't thank you enough, Leon, for your time. And let's bring in Nadera Cole. Uh, we mentioned that she is the Vice President of Workforce Training and Economic Development here at Northeast. Uh, Nadera, appreciate your time here on Tiger Talk. We just heard what Leon's uh, take was. What was your biggest takeaway from this recent well, there, survey? There were actually several. Several. Thank you, uh, Will. It, we always have a, a, a joy. It's always a joy to work with the economic developers. We uh, work with all of them, all five in our five-county area, including uh, Clayton Stanley and Gary Matthews over in Tishomingo County and Alcorn County. But we just think that we're just one part of the puzzle piece. And as Leon was saying, sometimes uh, the workforce is a very, very important part. What we try to do is to let a prospective new company know that if they locate into our region, that we will help them have a trained, ready-to-work workforce, that we are there for helping the unemployed and the underemployed have a better quality of life. We want to train them for a career, not just a get-you-by job. So I like to think that uh, the ABCs of training is A, train them first for any job because some people need that job just to pay those monthly bills, B, to train them for a better job, and C, train them for that career. Well, and that's a perfect, I mean, you led me right into my next question because the holidays are upon us. What better gift for Christmas this year is for education, and I know we talk about the traditional classes uh, in the classroom, but there are so many different options when it comes to career in tech, and you just you just hit it right there. It's just, instead of just getting a job, these folks need to bear down and get a career that can really not only provide for them, but for their families going forward. Right, and our training is open-ended. Many of the classes are starting different classes in the five-county area weekly, if not monthly, so you don't have to wait to the beginning of a semester. Uh, but this survey, we will use this, the results here at Northeast, to help us make plans. So, Because our uh, resources are limited and becoming more and more limited, so we want to best serve the, the way that we're using these resources by buying equipment that we need, by investing in making curriculum and offering the training that's specific that will help these economic developers get those new companies and help the existing companies stay in business and have a trained, ready-to-work workforce because technology is always uh, changing, so they're always training in retraining. Well, and one mention also, we talked about this, the study, uh, also special uh, shout-out to do, uh, Dr. Kelly Hefner uh, here at Northeast who assisted in uh, 
sending these surveys to our students as well. So uh, we helped out uh, in that area as well. Uh, before I let you go, uh, Nadera, how about if some this trip somebody's trigger out there, or maybe they know somebody in their Sunday school class that needs to get that career jump started. How, what's the best way that they can reach out to get to see what the different options that are available, uh, maybe to talk to one of the folks uh, that you have there in workforce? What's their best way? Their best way is to uh, visit one of our wind job centers in the region, and we have workforce staff that works at all these different sites, and they can uh, help them decide what is the best path for them. All right, Nadera, thank you for your time. Leon, thanks for swinging by as well, and uh, you guys enjoy the holidays. Thank you. You and your friends are listening to Tiger Talk. Our next guest is President Ford's Executive Vice President, Craig Alice Sasser. And I trust you had a uh, wonderful Thanksgiving with your family, and we appreciate your time today on Tiger Talk. Thank you for having me here this morning, Will. Well, there are so many exciting things happening around here. Uh, and before we talk about the future, let's just stay in the now. And what a fall semester it's Ben, it's hard to believe that the first semester is almost complete. It is hard to believe, but it, you know, it's been a great semester. We have continued planning for our technology initiative. Um, we're going to have next fall a one-to-one for every student. Uh, they'll come with an iPad on campus, and um, textbook costs can be reduced a whole lot. So we're looking forward to that. Well, and I'll tell you what, when we, uh, when Kenny Paul Gino and myself, we go around with President Ford and he talks about that technology initiative with all the different board of supervisors, some of the other folks that he talks to in the community, you talk about getting some eye contact in a hurry. I mean, the antennas perk up immediately. Well, it's going to mean a lot for our students because uh, now the student with less money than some others is going to have the same opportunity for a quality education at Northeast as anyone else. So we're trying to democratize education. Well, no doubt about that. That's huge news, not only for current students, but especially those coming up, our future students here at Northeast. Okay, speaking of the future, uh, you've got a lot on your plate, I realize, but one of the biggies is that master plan. Uh, I know it's maybe a little too early to see exactly what's in that crystal ball, but let's just first of all talk about why the master plan needs to happen here at Northeast. Yeah, sure. And our last master plan was created in, in 1999. Uh, the process was, was begun in 1998, and that served us really well for about 20 years. Um, the plan was designed to end in 2010, uh, so we're a few years late getting a new one out. But we must do this just to, to look forward to, for growth in the future, how we might use our facilities, what facilities have really run their course, and we need to move on from and maybe tear down, um, or what renovations need to be made, or where we have new building needs. What about the process? Uh, because you talked about the last one started in 1998, wrapped up in 99. Talk a little bit about the process that you're going through right now. Yeah, sure. The process began for us at the beginning of this year. We began talking to McCarty Architects from Tupelo, and we've, the college has had a, a long relationship with, with that firm as well as others. Um, so we began talking to uh, Kurt and Jay from, uh, from McCarty about this, and uh, so we've We've completed a building survey. Um, our director of facility operations, Mark Hatfield, he went through each building and completed an inventory of uh, the really the quality of mechanical systems, electrical systems, the building envelope, the heating and air conditioning, the plumbing, the roofs, uh, foundation of the building, the exterior, the landscaping. So we have a complete picture of our physical facilities on campus. Um, that took a couple of months to complete. 
And then afterwards, we sent a survey out to a, a group of uh, faculty and staff on campus, and that survey collected data about what they thought we needed to do as far as renovating buildings, demolishing buildings, um, buying new land, or even building new buildings. So after we collected that data this fall, um, we met the day before Thanksgiving and had a, a six-hour session with McCarty Architects to really get some uh, more qualitative feedback about the direction that our campus community thinks we need to go in the future. And then McCarty will be taking that data over the next few months and putting it all together uh, and creating a comprehensive master plan for us. Well, that's exciting. And I know, just thinking about that, I know it's, it's down the road, down the pipe, but does it excite you? Yeah, it's, it's very exciting because, um, and for me, the most exciting thing, we have a big aerial picture of all of the campus property. And you look at that aerial picture and you think about, um, we get to plan a, as a, a community here how we want the campus to look in the future and how we want traffic to flow, how we want students to be able to walk through campus and the spaces that they get to intermingle and enjoy campus and each other. Uh, so yeah, it's a really exciting process to be able to affect uh, future students in that way. Well, you talked about community, and I know the folks over in Tippa County are excited about the new Ripley Center. Uh, I know uh, that process is underway. Yeah, it's ongoing, and um, we plan to be open over there in about 18 to 24 months. Um, it's been a long process in, in Tippa County getting that center built, um, but it's going to be a great facility. Um, it'll be about 10,000 square feet of instructional space, and then we have 8,000 square feet of workforce training space uh, where uh, we will offer training to existing industries and new industries that come into Tippa County. Uh, so we're very excited about that facility. Well, I think the key word throughout this entire interview, excitement. Uh, and that's what Northeast, it's, uh, it, there's a reason why we're an award-winning institution, and I think that, uh, that trend will continue. That's right, it sure will. Well, Craig Ellis Sasser, can't thank you enough for your time, and uh, keep up the wonderful work. Thank you, Will. My next guest is my right-hand man in the Marketing and Community Relations Department here at Northeast, Kenny Paul Gino. I trust you had a blessed Thanksgiving. Appreciate your time uh, to be on the show this week. Yes, sir. Good morning, Will. I'm still a little stuffed from last week, but making it today. I tell you what, we will be wearing out the Burgess Fitness Center, won't we? For sure, for sure. I need to get in there and get on that elliptical ace out. <laughs> there you go. Robert Walker and all the folks down there at the Burgess uh, Fitness Center will definitely be uh, quite busy, I think, this week. For sure. Let's talk about, speaking of busy, basketball. Uh, tonight, uh, we got some hoops. Tonight, the women only play at 5.30 against Wallace State, so just a women's game tonight. And then two days from now, Thursday, the men and women travel to Arkansas Baptist for a, for a road matchup there. So There you go. That's what's coming up this week when it comes to basketball. And all speaking of what's continuing is registration for the spring semester. That's been ongoing. Of course, classes begin January 8th. Uh, that's for in the classroom, and then online classes begin on the 16th. Registration still goes until January 5th. If you haven't signed up for classes for the spring semester, you need to do so quickly. They said the classes are kind of filling up quick. So also remember the big key is uh, your fees are due by December, December 14th. And also if you're a uh, senior in high school for uh, this last semester, and you want to come on a tour by yourself or whatever, always can contact the recruiting office 
with uh, Beth, Rebecca, or Miss Georgie Carroll. That sounds wonderful. Keep those uh, nuggets in mind if you're thinking about becoming a Northeast Tiger uh, in the future. And of course, this is not just for traditional, but for non-traditional, the adult learners, those folks that uh, coming back to school to try to improve their career or jumpstart it, uh, keep Northeast in mind. Well, I'll tell you what, so proud of the Northeast family on the recent Food for Families drive. I know the our PTK chapter really spearheaded that uh, event, and we raised a lot. Man, a lot of food was donated. Yes, we had 5,442 pounds of canned goods donated. And unluckily, but ICC finally defeated us for the first time in three years. They ended up getting 6,024 pounds. So, but a great job. I mean, that's over a thousand. I mean, over a <coughs> 10,000. You know, canned goods. So, really good there for the PTK to put on that event. And I was out there to watch them load it, and that was some that was a lot of cans to load in that trailer. I'll be honest, my back was kind of sore the next day. Yeah, I bet. And I did see uh, Dr. Harris and, and some of the uh, PTK uh, members uh, of our chapter here at Northeast. And I'll tell you what, a lot of smiles on their faces because that is so satisfying to really help uh, provide for those that uh, really didn't have uh, something that we're – used to when it comes to what's on our dinner table. Yeah, that's what Dr. Harris kind of was talking about that. You know, win or lose, you always want to beat ICC. But win or lose, you're, you're helping somebody else that, you know, may not have a Thanksgiving, if you think right. about it that way. So and a lot of canned goods. So I hope wherever those canned goods ended up, I hope they had a great, great Thanksgiving. No doubt. A-plus all the way around on that one. Kenny Paul, appreciate your time. Keep up the great work, partner. Thank you. Go Tigers. Go Tigers is right, Kenny Paul. I'll say one other announcement to pass along. This one from Dr. Amy Langley, who is the Winter Guard Director here at Northeast. Now, this Winter Guard at the college has become one of the premier indoor winter guards in the entire state. And with its win at the 2017 Mississippi Indoor Association Guard Championships, that's now four straight state championships for Northeast, and it's finished as the top indoor winter guard in five of the last six years. Now, the Northeast Mississippi Community College Winter Guard is selling T-shirts to help with the cost of their uniforms and travel. They make great Christmas gifts, and they will be selling them through this Friday, December 1st. Up next on Tiger Talk is Chris Dunn. He is the director of Campus Country, also an instructor of commercial music. First of all, Chris, hope you had a nice Thanksgiving, and welcome to Tiger Talk. Thanks. I'm really happy to be here. Well, I know you want everyone to come out for the second Campus Country Showtime of the Year entitled Black Velvet. It's this Thursday, November 30th at 7 p.m. in Seth Pounds Auditorium. Doors open at 620. It's free for all employees and students with their Northeast ID, and it's only $5 admission for the general public. Absolutely. The juice is flowing. I mean, it's game week, right, for you? We talk oh, about yeah. it all the time in football, game week. Well, it's game week for you now. Absolutely. We're getting geared up. I know the kids are excited. It's a little tricky seeing that we just had Thanksgiving break. So we'll be coming back for our first rehearsal in about a week and a half this afternoon. So I'm excited to see uh, how the kids pick back up. But this is pretty normal for us. Uh, coming back after Thanksgiving, it happens every year. So we're really excited. Well, I know for some of those that might say, oh, I can't make it on Thursday night. You're also having an open dress rehearsal once again in the Seth Pounds Auditorium at 210 on Wednesday, November 29th. So uh, coming out on Thursday is definitely 
as you told me just before we went on, a little bit more fun, but you will be performing the whole show with lights and full production both days. Absolutely. That's a tradition we've had going for a couple of years now. Uh, it helps us get ready for the big show on Thursday. And I always encourage everybody to come out for the Thursday show because the kids really respond to having the bigger crowd. Uh, it's at night, which I think makes a difference with the lights. It's just, uh, it's just a totally different atmosphere. It's a lot of fun. Well, I'll tell you what, folks. If you haven't seen Campus Country perform in a while or have never seen this event, I know you guys would really appreciate, like you mentioned, everyone's attendance and support. This was an interesting nugget, I thought, that you have only three music majors in the group this year, so the majority of these students are coming from other fields of study here at Northeast. Absolutely. We have some education majors, some nursing majors. Uh, we only have, like you said, three music majors, so there's a lot of talent here at Northeast, not just in the music department. And we welcome that. Uh, we have people audition every year not intending to be a music major, and that's totally fine. That's wonderful. Uh, obviously, the uh, your member list and the set list for this show is, we don't have enough time to go over all of that, but what if someone wants to see that, or maybe they have a question on an upcoming uh, date of a concert or any announcement, what's the best way for them to connect to Campus Country? Uh, the best way is to add us on Facebook. Uh, you can search for any MCC Campus Country and like our page and we always post all our show updates and the songs we're going to be playing so it's a great way to stay connected to what we're doing well i can't thank you enough for your time i want to wish you all the best this week and i know it's kind of crazy right now isn't it trying to get all the that last second stuff done? oh yeah all the last minute stuff getting the programs made getting all the social media pushes going so like you said it's game week but we're excited well we're excited to have you on board here at northeast and keep up the wonderful work thanks well all right well with that, we will wrap up this week's show of Tiger Talk. A special shout-out to Michael Miller and Jeffrey Powell for all their work each week behind the scenes. So for Nadera Cole, Leon Hayes, Craig Ellis Sasser, Kenny Paul Gino, and Chris Dunn, I am Will Colmeyer saying so long. We thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next week right here on Tiger Talk.